Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. I have found that people often have very limiting views when it comes to what collaboration is all about. Some think of it as an activity. Others think collaboration is something that starts in a meeting or as a line item on an agenda where the boss gets everyone together and says, okay, team, I want you to collaborate around this project and have it on my desk by 3 p.m. tomorrow. Rarely are teams or individuals inspired to greatness in that environment. Telling people to simply work together better and expecting them to actually do it is, well, insane. Why? Because collaborating effectively requires behavioral awareness and skills that just haven't been taught until now. After this short break, we're going to learn from Alan Schaefer, founder and CEO of Banding People Together, a super group of collaboration experts who enable organizations to amp up productivity to get more done. They have taken the wisdom and lessons learned from arguably one of the most volatile collaborative environments on the planet, a and combine that with validated behavioral science to build a framework and methodology for effective collaboration. I'll be right back. This is Alan Schaefer from Atlanta, Georgia. You are listening to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over two decades, we have taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate, and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to set up a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill if you want to experience peace of mind today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd, Grand Sierra Resort. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Save the date. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at the Grand Sierra Resort. We're all going. And we're back. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm happy to introduce my guest, Alan Schaefer, founder and CEO of Banding People Together. So, Alan, welcome. Glad you're joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, let's start first with your approach, the wisdom and lessons learned from playing in a band. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, the wisdom. I use that term loosely. Um, You know, it's interesting. I I spent uh, a good part of my adult life... Uh, playing in bands, touring the world, uh, particularly in a band called Five Star Iris, and uh, you know, on a on a number of levels, um, you know, we've all seen behind the music on VH1 and and the, the drama and the 
you know, just the challenges of getting uh, everybody in a band on the on the same page or playing from the same sheet of music is is pretty pretty uh, commonly known and 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 legendary. And so um, we've just taken kind of the world that I know and that I come from, uh, and really under the guise of scarred but hopefully smarter. Uh, and deconstructed my own experience in the band to develop a way to teach people how to not make those same mistakes when working with others. Right. Well, you know, and and of course, the term collaboration is bantered around like it's all feel good, but you do a lot of work. You fly all over the world and speak and are brought into large organizations. So let's, let's set the foundation of why collaboration fails so miserably in organizations. Well, that is a great question. You know, uh, so, so under the guise of this idea that we simply can tell people to work together and expect them to be able to do it is, uh, again, what we would call collaborative insanity. And really there's three, at least from our point of view or my point of view, uh, three compelling reasons. First and foremost, um, we've never been taught. We have never, re- you know, there's no class that you take. There's no major in college. There's no real certificate that you get that says that you can go and learn some sort of uh, way of, of collaborating effectively. And it's it's almost like, um, well, you're an adult now. Uh, you should be able to do it. That's like saying to someone, hey, you're an adult now. You should be able to speak French if you're not from France. The second piece of this is there are no collaborative rules of the road. So there are the equivalent of, of what I would call collaborative car crashes going on every second of every day in, in, every, in, in most organizations. And, and it's because that lack, we lack really that governance and structure, you know. So if, if everyone got on the road and, you know, name your city this afternoon and they decided, you know, there are no rules or I'm not going to follow any rules or I don't even know that any rules exist. Uh, I'm just going to get in this thing called a car and I'm going to drive on this thing called a road and I'm just going to go for it. Uh, you would have chaos. And it's really when, you know, those car crashes happen when people go outside of the rules. And so... Creating that lack of a norm uh, in the collaborative dynamic is, is a big challenge. And then the third, and I think this is maybe one of the most important pieces to this and, and what causes really a great deal of complexity, which is, you know, we've never been taught. We're, there's no agreed upon norms. And because of those two things, it creates this unbelievable level of, of subjectivity. So what's collaborative to you and what's collaborative to me and what's collaborative to somebody else might be entirely different things. And so I think with those three things, it really begs the question, how in the world could we possibly be expected to collaborate effectively uh, on that basis? Yes, this is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Alan Schaefer, who's the founder and CEO of Banding People Together. And, you know, it's interesting you talk about because it's, it is about perception, what I think is collaboration, because I grew up, you played in a band, I played sports, so everything is team. And, you know, you, you learn how to be a good teammate and teamwork, but that's not the same as collaboration. Right, right. And, you know, and I think one of the challenges, uh, and uh, I think in the work that I do, is really changing the conversation around collaboration in terms of you know, we don't believe that collaboration is just an activity. It's, it's a process. And from our point of view, it's a process that can be taught, developed, measured, and more importantly, shared within an, an organization. 
But, you know, this idea that, um, oh, yeah, you know, hey, we're collaborating. We, we got in the same room. We're working on something. So we're collaborating. Uh, that's a part of it, but that's a real small part of it. And so there's this real opportunity to build collaboration as a skill. And unfortunately, it's not viewed that way very often. So what are some of the signs in an organization that collaboration isn't working? <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic question, Sherry. Um, so... I'd say lacking productivity uh, in the way of increased communication cycles, increased uh, communication-based conflict. Uh, if it's maybe uh, sales and uh, you know sales and operations functions, you know going head to head. You know when the left when it feels like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And, and actually, I think we can boil it down to a much simpler idea. Um, you know, in our methodology that we call true collaboration, we make a real distinction. Um, and we say that if you're working together with others and you aren't aligned, you are cooperating, not collaborating. And if you think about that for a moment, you know, for, for any, of, any of you listening, uh, if you watch uh, any crime drama television shows, you know, when they take somebody and they haul them into the, the police station and they put in the interrogation room and they say, okay, you know, you're looking at 20 years if you don't. The word they use is cooperate. And so there's nothing in the idea of cooperation that really yields alignment. And it creates, really, it's a zero-sum game. Someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. And collaboratively speaking, that's really not the idea. And so the idea of being aligned, um, that is, that's really a cornerstone of, of effective collaboration. And there's so many different reasons and so many different ways that we get misaligned. Sometimes it can be just based on personality and, and people not understanding how to communicate with each other. Sometimes it's somebody has their own agenda, and so they're really putting themselves before the, the needs of the, the larger goal. Or sometimes, you know, sometimes somebody's asked to do something and they don't have all the information that they need to do it. And so, you know, it is, uh, it's not hard to find reasons um, that uh, derail the collaborative dynamic. Absolutely. Well, we have to go to break. And when we come back, I'm going to pick up on this conversation with Alan Schaefer, who's the founder and CEO of Banding People Together. And you can check out their website at bandingpeopletogether.com. When we come back, I want Alan to pick up on what a truly collaborative environment looks like. And so we'll be right back. This is Alan Schaefer from Banding People Together. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Radio Show right here on 1180 AM Radio. Solar screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening Products. 3529396. Suntech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. Suntech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. 
This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.SocotraCapitalNevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269. Socotra Capital Nevada, Incorporated. Spring is just around the corner and so is the 2017 Nevada Women's Expo. I'm going. I'm going. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. Nevada Women's Expo is truly a shopping extravaganza for women. Reserve your vendor booth now. Call 775-787-6017 or nevadawomensexpo.com. I'm going. I'm going. April 22nd, 23rd. Reserve your booth today. 775-787-6017, nevadawomensexpo.com. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. Collaboration doesn't start at a meeting or as a line item on an agenda. It's not just an activity. It's a state of mind, and it starts with you and your mindset. What do I mean by that? According to my guest, Alan Schaefer, founder and CEO of Banding People Together, when someone is in what we call the collaborative mindset, they are open to the possibility that every interaction they have has the potential to be a collaborative moment. So, Alan, I want you to share your concepts of what a true truly collaborative mindset and environment looks and feels like. Absolutely. So, you know, relative to uh, the collaborative environment, um, we define it pretty simply. Um, First and foremost, it's a place where everybody has a voice. And I find in the talks that, uh, that I do around the world and in the organizations that we work with, that actually scares a lot of people. And I think there's a, I think there's a couple of reasons in particular. I think Right off the bat, this idea, this frantic idea that there's going to be too many cooks in the kitchen and, wow, how will we get anything done is, is one of the things that kind of blocks that process uh, and, and causes fear. And I think the other piece of it is that, you know, the idea of somebody having a voice um, doesn't necessarily mean just because someone has a voice that they are part of the decision-making process. And while that is a, a kind of a, a nuanced idea, it's really, really important. You know, in our definition of collaboration, it's really this idea of, of the goal is to uh, amplify the collective strengths or collective intelligence of a group or a team or an organization. So just being able to get um, differing perspectives is incredibly important. In order to have a voice, you have to have a platform and you have to be heard. And if you think about the speed of business, that's a real challenge these days. I mean, sometimes people don't have a voice because they might have a boss that just isn't giving them a chance or the organization doesn't give them a chance. But in many cases, you might not get your, you might not have a voice in an organization uh, or an organizational dynamic simply because, hey, your boss who uh, is your platform is off doing the next deal or has strategy meetings and your weekly one-on-one meeting or your monthly check-in keeps getting, you know, rescheduled. So 
That's a really important idea. And, and I think that's a basic human fundamental need is that we all want to be heard. And if you even think outside the business context, in every relationship, you know, things fly south when somebody feels like they are not being heard. Right. right? So, and, so I, and, I, and I think that's an important idea. But when somebody has a voice, they can do something very powerful. They can contribute. So, you know, uh, so for those people uh, listening and who are, who are managing others, you know, sometimes you it's very easy, especially with kind of the quintessential driven type A personality where, uh, you, you know, so-and-so is an underperformer, so-and-so isn't getting it done. Well, maybe they haven't been given a voice so they can actually contribute. And when people are given a voice and they can contribute, and then more importantly, when they can understand how their contribution fits into the bigger picture and experience the impact that they're making, that's what gets people to a place of commitment or what many would call engagement. You know, that's uh, that's that's where you get the, the people that are coming in early and staying late, not because they have to, but because they are driven to and they get to. So you're, so, yeah, well, this yeah. is part of you looking at, I mean, I'm sure when you're brought into an organization, the first thing you have to look at is the company culture, because there's yeah. going to be, you know, we have innovation cultures, we have all kinds of, you know, customer focus, I hope, cultures, but this becomes part of that foundation of, if I help you understand what a collaborative environment looks like, it's it's fostering that kind of a culture. Absolutely. That's, that's a great point. And, and, you know, and the culture idea is really fascinating. In the work that we do, what we find in most organizations, you know, most organizations will say, yes, we want a relationship people culture. But when push comes to shove and someone's in fear of not hitting the numbers, the relationship side of culture seems to get backburnered and the what they call the performance side of culture uh, you know, results, results, results seems to get pushed to the forefront. And collaboratively speaking, I, I think this is really a, a tragedy and a, and a great flaw in, in, in a lot of organizations thinking on a leadership level. Um, it's not a this or, it's a this and. You know, I just had a conversation with a sales leader recently, and he was saying, well, the numbers are the numbers, and doesn't really matter how you get to the numbers. And I would suggest that it, it, it most certainly does uh, matter. Uh, you know, if, if you have people in an organization that are highly uh, uh, uncollaborative um, who are getting to the numbers in a way that's sub-optimizing others and making it so others can't reach their goals or <laughs> making it so it's an a, a unhealthy work environment, then those numbers don't have nearly the value that they're that they're being given. Absolutely. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Alan Schaefer, who's the founder and CEO of Banding People Together. I encourage you to check out the website, bandingpeopletogether.com. Alan happens to be one of the um, only organizations on the planet that offers true collaboration training. And when we talk about, or Alan, you're saying that, you know, collaboration is a skill set and it has to be developed. Uh, talk about that just a little bit, because as you're talking about the culture and getting in there, I mean, you have to have leadership buy-in in order to build that, as you say, diversity of thought or increase employee engagement and and really help your people, your employees, all those involved with your business to really understand this is a, this is a core piece of growing a successful company. Yes, you know it's 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 so interesting that you know it's one of those things where you know everybody will tell you yes, collaboration is good. Yeah, we want it. Yeah, we need it. 
they don't always, I don't, I'm not sure that leaders uh, in organizations always uh, understand the why. You know, um, in many cases, you know, collaboration is tied to innovation and, and sure, that's, that's a part of it. But it's those intrinsic motivators, those, you know, that, that idea that every human being wants to be heard and that, um, uh, and that everybody wants to have a voice and everyone wants to contribute um, is so important. And, and the, the, the thing is, I don't think organizations are really looking at um, kind of from a long-term perspective, the, the strategic value of investing in their people to learn this skill set. It's a pretty formidable challenge for someone like myself in our organization because you ask most people, if you ask someone who's not open-minded, they'll say, and you say, are you open-minded? They'll go, oh, I'm, I'm very open-minded. If you ask someone, uh, hey, are you a great collaborator? I've seen some of the worst go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. I'm, I'm a strong 9.5. Um, and so I think what's so, so tricky about the, the exercise is, for, for all intents and purposes, collaborative skill requires incredible self-awareness. So it's really understanding how you as an individual and how others show up in the collaborative dynamic from a communication standpoint, from a, hey, here's how someone contributes to the collaborative dynamic in terms of even how they process. Uh, and even so much as, hey, these are certain behaviors that, that are living inside me or that are part, that can be part of my default behavior, especially under stress or deadline that can show up and derail the collaborative dynamic. And we've actually developed a diagnostic called the Collaborative Harmony Index that actually helps people understand those things. Like first and foremost, based on my personality and how I'm just wired innately, how do I show up to the collaborative process? Secondly, how do I contribute to the collaborative sound? What's my collaborative superpower, if you will? Like for instance, some people might really, like their default in the collaborative environment might be to really look through that lens of planning and process, or someone else might look through, you know, energy and motivation, or someone else in the collaborative process might look at, you know, how do we make this feel good for everybody? Like all things that really have value in the totality of the process. Um, and so, you know, uh, and then that the, the third piece of uh, something we call sour note. You know, sour notes are uh, behaviors that cause... What, dissonance and dissonance being the opposite of harmony. So we all know what harmony sounds like. We all know what harmony feels like. It's an agreeable combination of sounds. It's based on mathematics. Um, when you hear a wrong note, like on American Idol in the auditions, you know, there's something, there's a visceral reaction, your ear, your body, you, you cringe, you know, it's a nails on a chalkboard type thing. It's, it's a mathematical lack of alignment. And so we're wired to feel that. And so collaboratively speaking, it's why, you know, some meetings or working with certain people, it feels really good and other people, it doesn't feel so good. Right. And, and this, this so can translate from clients and customers to your uh, people in your environment, to a board meeting, to all meetings. And so Alan, you are a wealth of information. I am digging this conversation. Oh, thank you. But we are running out of time. So I know for a fact I'm going to bring you back in the future. But before we go, I want to make sure that people understand that if they're experiencing any of this dissonance within their own organization, within their own nonprofit, within their own board meeting or whatever, you are a fantastic resource. If somebody wants to find out about banding people together, where would you like them to go? Uh, please come to our website at www.bandingpeopletogether.com. Uh, also, I'm... It's surprisingly accessible. I, I answer every email. 
still while I can, uh, sometimes faster than other times, but I'm Alan, A-L-A-N, at banding, P as in Paul, T as in Tom, dot com. Awesome. Well, it's fantastic. You have a great website. I loved reading about your history that, you know, you were in a rock band. And of course, (laughs) what a great uh, foundation to take this out to the bigger world. I definitely want to thank you for being here. I encourage people to reach out to you and just understand because we're talking about one of those touchy feely things in an organization called Collaboration that if done well, creates massive ROI within your organization. If not, then you're going to see systemically a lot of those issues that um, make people cringe and cry. So, Alan, yes. So thank you for being here. And as promised, I'm going to get you back on the show because I don't feel like we finished this conversation. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, Okay. Awesome. Thank you. The best advice is sage advice from the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd, Grand Sierra Resort. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Save the date. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at the Grand Sierra Resort. We're all going. Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail, and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. SunTech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the SunTech solar screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech solar screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech solar screening.